0: them a gob, everybody! Oh yeah, it's another thrilling episode of the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast with me, Doctor Fuckalicious, and with me is
1: oh yeah, Godzilla
0: baby! How's it going, Ralph? It's going great. This is a very unique episode because I am going to introduce the guest this week. Yes, I always leave Ian to do it, but no, I'm I'm going to do the heavy lifting now. This is a very odd combination, because we have the guy I love the most on the internet, Mr. Brian Davis.
2: Well, thank you, Ralph.
0: And the guy I hate the most on the internet, Lee Gerstman.
3: Ah, uh, well, at least I'm the most. Yeah, you're
0: number one. <laughs> yeah. You are number one, Lee.
3: Yeah, uh, I'll sit on that finger and twirl. Yeah, hell yeah.
0: <laughs> you faggot oh, hey. ass eight. So, what's up, guys? How you doing, Ian?
1: Tell the people. Oh, i, I tell you what, man. I, I'm having a fucking blast. I am fucking wasted already. I, I'm mixing vodka and beer. I'm ready for an exciting episode. But, uh, you know, before we get into all the usual, I, I got to address a problem we had this week. Uh, it was bothering me. I'm, I'm, I'm getting bombarded at work. I'm trying to work. And I'm getting bombarded about all this shit on the fucking page. And I addressed this shit last week. And I guess you know nobody listened, you know. Um, but it's just been drama, and I'm like, what the fuck? It's a Facebook page, okay? <laughs> if people are annoying you, people are bothering you, block them. It's it's that fucking simple. That's it's that I fucking do. simple.
0: That's what I do. and
1: you know, if you don't like what other people are posting, post what you want. You know, be the you, you know, you know, if you think it's too much this, you add a little bit of that or a lot of bit of that. You know, this page is supposed to be for you guys. You know, have fun with it. Now there are some people who abuse the page, you know, and there's a guy I talked to. Fuck it. I'm naming names this week. I don't give a fuck. You know, Chuck Trainer, Chuck Charles, Manson, uh you know, ease up on your fucking faggoty fucking Oasis shit, okay? This is a rock and metal combat podcast, not the, the pop fucking page, you know? But he, he loves to do it. He knows you like it, Ralph. And, hey, I like Oasis, too. Not as much as you guys. I like it, too. But it's a rock and metal, okay? Uh, I love violent fems. I don't put it all over the fucking page. I, I said, Chuck. Slow it down a fucking little bit. Calm down. Stop combating people. Uh, He's like, oh, okay, okay. And then what do I see? I see all these posts, you know, where like, oh, I bet the OGs like this shit, you know, and he's getting mad about a post that fucking Johnny Vogan made about the OGs. But then I see like Johnny Vogan, oh, these were the glory days. I think we're in the fucking glory days. Ain't like this show's over. I'm sorry. My opinion ain't like it's gone downhill this episode's going to fucking prove it to you. But if you don't like what anybody's posting, I don't care who you are. You know, I see shit like, oh, if they're going to leave the page because of this person. Block them. You don't see their shit. And then you can post whatever you want. You don't have to be bombarded by, you know, shit you don't like, you know. And, and I'm getting messages like, is it true such and such got banned from the, from the Facebook page? You know, I'm like, yeah. That that's what this is my page and Ralph's page. If he wants to block somebody, fine, we made this agreement. If he blocks somebody, I don't stop it. If I want to block somebody, Ralph won't stop it. You know, and you know, if there's anybody has license to be a dick on the page, it's me and Ralph, you can't do shit about what we post. But we can do shit about what you post. Sorry, it's our fucking page. You know, and you know, I get like, Oh, oh I can't believe this legendary person got banned from the page yeah he did because R- Ralph and him have a problem okay deal with it you know it is what it is you know this particular person Fuck it I'm going to say Bill Wayne you know Bill Wayne pissed off Ralph and he's off the page but here's the thing Bill Wayne never came on the page anyway
0: yeah he okay never, yeah he never left comments or did yeah yeah he he didn't do all yeah, that and at- to the page at all you know, and
1: and, and and here's the thing, okay. These two guys, you know, are, are at it right now.
0: I still talk to Bill. I'm fine with Bill. You know, you know, you know, Bill called me up. No, 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 no. Let me just say, we're not at it, we're we're just done. You yeah. Know? I'm not gonna say shit about Bill. And if you want to say shit about me, I don't care. But we're right, done. no no we are No, done. no. No, no, you guys have been.
1: I mean, I'll say that about both of you. Both of you have kept your shit off the internet. But other people get involved and, and, you know, sending messages and all this shit. Hey, shit happens. Sometimes people have a fallen out. Sometimes, it's, you know, fucking deal with it, you know. It fucking happens. But the Facebook page is supposed to be for you guys to have fun. If somebody makes it unfun for you, take, take them out of the equation. It's really fucking simple. Don't go, oh, I'm going to leave the page. You don't have to do that shit. You know, if you don't like the direction, you can change the direction. Post what you want. You know, but you know, like one thing, I'll I'll get back to Chuck. I said, you know, Chuck, calm down a little bit. But then he gets combative, and I send him a text like, "Motherfucker, what did I just tell you?" You know, and but I don't like to ban people, but I will. I I will shame your fucking ass. I was raised Catholic. I I will fucking shame you.
0: I love banning people yeah I, I I don't want
1: I I will I mean I told Ralph I go I'm about to ban fucking Chuck because it he pissed me off so much because I just talked to him and and I get it you fuckers go drunk you're like fucking white bitches you know getting white girl drunk and then you get on Facebook like Ooh, and you said this in fucking 2001 and bring up a post from 14 years ago fucking bitches mm-hmm. you know just get on there and post a goddamn Venom video. You know, do something fucking metal, you fucking bunch of white girl fucking. Ugh. Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, I'm sick of that. Act like fucking adults. We're all, we're, we're all fucking old here. We're all old fucking men on Facebook. Fucking act like it. You know. Bitch about your knee hurting because it's fucking raining outside.
0: Uh, there, know bitch. There, I just dis- I disagree with you there, Ian. Yeah. Fuck that mature shit. You're old enough acting. Fuck that. Yeah. It's like it's like people online going, I can't believe you're still using the word poser at your age. Oh, what happened? Did you grow up? Did you mature, Mr. Fuck you pants? Thank you. <laughs> but but again, what if, if that offends you block block
4: well, mouse yeah, so you don't yeah. have to see
0: poser hey i love oasis when he puts oasis video i like it but then when he <laughs> goes all see i there's a difference i love oasis i hate Britpop. pop i mean i hate it with a passion but you know because everything else i heard blur you know whatever it's all garbage but it doesn't bother me, Chuck Charles. is spam. It bothers you. It bothers other people. So therefore, I understand it. I understand if you're all getting pissed off. Fine, I don't. I mean, I see, I see fucking Bullet Boys and and and, and Bang Tango and and you know, the crap, crap. I fucking hate on the page. It's, it's no different than when he puts up Blur. You know, it's all garbage to me. What? But what I'm I'm saying, you don't like it, block him. That way you don't see his posts. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the end of it.
1: That's the fucking end of it. You know? Yeah, fucking dude, everybody calm down. Have fun. You know, post what you like. If if you don't like it, I'll take it down or Ralph will take it down or fucking, you know, and, ban and, your ass. And I'll ban your it, ass.
0: I gotta tell you, it makes life better when you block people that are just talking. Top- yeah. You know, I blocked Mark Alvin Taylor. You know how yeah. much more pleasurable facebook is now without that guy you know? see if i blocked him
1: i would be i would be miserable because what makes my life feel better it doesn't matter what's going wrong in my life you know i, I gained a I, couple I, pounds i look at what he puts online and i'm like you know what i'm okay i'm <laughs> all right
0: you know uh mark dally you know i told him i told everybody on the page because mark dally put up a video of Mark Allen Taylor going slayers back together. I don't like that. Some- well, I- well, in the liar's defense, I didn't watch the video, but the video headline was like slayers back together. What the hell? And we all know he doesn't like Slayer. so it's his video to get the attention. He thrives this attention. Yeah. That's why he makes videos like this. So I told Mark Allen, uh, no more Mark posts. That's it.
1: Yeah, I saw not- that. I saw that. Do
0: not plug Mark at all on our page. Enough of the attention whore. Squash the bug. If you want to talk about Mark, there's plenty of other groups to go to. Don't do it on Almost Human and Rock and Metal. Enough of that guy. I mean, it's time that's, for us. like, you know, the whole Terrence thing is so, yeah. you know, 2019 that nobody talks about Terrence anymore. Terrence is a distant, you know, memory. Terrence is no big deal. Let's make Mark like Terrence on the group.
1: Yeah, if you don't bring up Mark, then he only
0: has one listener left,
1: and that's Mark. Mark yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's why I took down. Even I, I saw you posted that, so I took down the picture you had me put up of Mark's teeth. I'm like, you know, yeah, if you want to give him no attention, so I put up uh, the triumphant picture of you and I at the the first and Pod, where we took over. It was a legendary fucking event, you know. We stole the fucking show, chased everybody out of the fucking venue. That's what the shit should be about. This show and everybody's love for shit. And again, can't stress it enough. If somebody's pissing you off on the page, block them. That's simple, because you'd be amazed. Like, this person texts me, oh, this person pisses me off, and that person pisses me off, and this. Block them. That, that's all I all I got to say. I don't give a fuck who the fake Bob Reed is. I could give two flying fucks. I know who it okay? is. Okay? Post a goddamn venom video, and have fun, you know. Or or post whatever you want. If I don't like it, I'll take it down. If Rap don't like it, he'll take it down. Tough shit, because it's our page, our show. That's right. But we love you guys. Come have fun, you know. But if you're gonna be fucking bitches about this shit, take it. Take you know. go There's plenty other bitch shows out there if you want to be a bitch. Take but it out. Speaking of bitches. Yeah, speaking of bitches, uh Lee, thank you for showing up. Hey, and uh
3: thank you. you I know, was and, kind of excited with each time you said bitch.
1: Yeah. All right, enough of you, Lee. Uh thank you, Brian, uh, for showing up on the show.
2: By the I way, don't... Ian I, I love Ian's impersonation of Lee Gersman because it's a combination of emo Phillips and the my pillow guy. It's the greatest <laughs> impersonation ever. I, I just want to hear Ian, Ian oh. do Lee the whole time. <laughs>
1: But I that know, is how my Lee Gersman sounds. Is exactly emo Phillips plus the My Pillow guy.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah that's true.
2: Yeah, yeah. But you now look-
3: I'm gonna be talking and, and and thinking about me as being you imitating me, and it's gonna fuck it up. Yeah,
2: just like Tommy Fair. This is perfect.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, but don't feel bad. You know, you may sound like a mixture of Emo Phillips and the My Pello guy, but you look like a dead Robert Redford. So, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. There you go. Right.
4: There you go. All
1: right. Uh, fuck it. Uh, I, I got to share something with you. I saw a very nice uh, fan-left review of us, and this comes from Canada. So, I, uh, thankfully, this guy posted it on our Facebook page because – I'm not privy to that shit here in the United States. Uh, the only thing I don't like is this guy put up a name. This shit can't be real because there's too many consonants. <laughs> it's uh Han hon. I Conry re uh, from Canada. Must be the fucking French part. I don't know. But uh, he did a post that I had to put up an audience review of, of the best podcast on the internet and he wrote a five star review and I quote one to rule them all this podcast has to be one of my favorite things of all time combine metal and partying with friends and you have the rmcp hear all about albums you love hate or never even knew about this podcast puts sammy hagar in his place as a lion little rat he is the chemistry between ralph and ian notice he put ralph first is hilarious and infinitely entertaining can't get enough of this podcast. Keep up the amazing work and keep bashing Sammy Hagar. Right. So
0: oh, That's awesome.
1: Yeah. That is an awesome review. And, uh, yeah, yeah. If you uh, if you live somewhere else other than the colonies, uh, please post those reviews on the Facebook page so I can read them. Uh, hasn't been a lot of yanks lately who will put reviews on iPod, well, I, I, or iPod. I
0: will tell you, there is a guy that's on my almost human channel that's constantly yeah. leave, every time he leaves a comment of what i wrote, talked about he'll talk about the subject and he always ends it with whatzilla rules <laughs> oh okay right on and, Aaron, and a big fan of our podcast huge fan right
1: on i never right heard on. this
0: dude before you know Glenn- as
1: opposed to as opposed to the other guy on the almost human page who uh, after my last appearance on ralph's live show uh, said I'd take back all the things I said about Wayne i, I couldn't make it ten, 10 minutes through wadzilla huh yeah yeah L- luckily your wife could make it uh 90 seconds <laughs> shouldn't have moved so fast
2: the guy that anyway the, the guy that I, left the I, review on the page he's actually pretty cool on on the Facebook he he posts some cool stuff but it yeah his name's like an eye chart at the DMV yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah he's got to come up with a real name that's just yeah. you know because he knows I'm challenged you know, right. Really, you know, so, you yeah, know, he's fuck
0: with me. Everybody's got a different sense of humor. After all, people there's some people out there that find Whoopi Goldberg funny, you know? <laughs> oh
1: <laughs> man, have you ever seen Burglar? <laughs> but Good all those
0: people that find that funny, I'm just saying. I'm sure. I'm sure a Whoopi Goldberg fan would not find you funny. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hey, I found one person who liked Lee Gertzman. Oh, you know? really? No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, but anyway, uh, so fuck it. Let's get into the news, shall we? Let's see what's going on. Uh, Marty Freeman just opened up for, uh, John five in Houston. And I believe that's how it should be. I think John five is a thousand times the guitar players, Marty Freeman. I am not a fan. I find him very overrated and annoying, uh, what say you guys about Marty Freeman?
0: He does annoy me. I like him. I like Dragon's Kiss. I like some of uh Rest in Peace. Um, but yeah, man, come on, Chris Poland, bro. Yeah. That guy and you know, Marty Freeman and every guitar player that has been in megadeth all said the same thing. The toughest shit for them to learn was the was the Chris Poland shit. You know. Uh, yeah. the first two Megadeth albums, and get, get the fuck out of here. That's how I feel. Right, Lee?
3: yeah. I I only know the name Marty Friedman, and I never really heard his music.
1: Yeah, yeah. Lee Lee thinks he was great in Young Frankenstein. <laughs> uh,
3: I go. Yeah, actually, walk this way. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, wasn't that Marty Friedman who played on? I wait. Yeah.
4: Well, they were wrong
3: then, weren't they? I was. I. I don't know who's wrong or not. All right, enough of you, Lee. Uh, no, Brian. I think
2: J- John 5 is great. I mean, I, DLR band might be, what, the second, third best David Lee Roth album. I think that's mostly because of John 5. Uh, but that solo album that they've kind of like slowly released, that hasn't been that great. I think John Five's on that, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so. but don't hold that uh, against them. But
2: no. if you listen, John, if you, in my opinion, if you put
1: John Five's instrumental albums mm-hmm. You know, against against Marty Freeman. Get the fuck out of here. And it's a shame. He constantly joins bands that either do not require a quality guitar player or he's replacing a shitty guitar player. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like he's one of those guys that just unfortunately he never started his own band, you know, that has something to offer. I I mean, what's a guitar player in Marilyn Manson going to do? And I love Manson. But that is not a guitar faggot. band. You're a faggot. Yeah. Hey, look at look at look at the Kisses guitar player right behind me. <laughs> he sucks cock. He's pretty cool, right? Hey,
0: you know you know that guy is actually a better ace than Steve Brown.
1: We're gonna talk about that later.
2: But no, his, his, right. John Five's live albums are terrific. Uh, Samuel Wet sent me a bunch of them. And uh, I love his cover, Beat It. I almost like listening to that more than the Michael Jackson version at this point. So,
1: oh, yeah. yeah. Nah, he's amazing. All right, next story. And uh, we have somebody here who can comment, you know, because he was there. Yeah. Ace Fraley. Uh, they they said there was a line around the toilet uh, <laughs> to get autographs oh. from Ace. Well, um, and, I, and I heard to you waited out in the, in the cold, cold, for hours, cold for three
3: hours, but that's just because you couldn't like, pass security, it was like if the toilet was as big as California, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, okay. What? Well, I'm going to take a few sips and then I'm going to spoo.
0: All right, and, I, and as you take those sips, I'll ask the question: How far do you live from that Sam Ash that he was at? How far were you from there?
3: All right, All I right. I took my sip. All right. It took me about maybe a half hour to get there.
0: In some ways?
3: Yeah. And then then I got there about 1230. It was starting at 1. They said get there early. It was quite a long line. Around 1 o'clock-ish, the line started to move. And then after that, what happened was, so then instead of me on one half of the block, it, it started to turn. And then, so the line was moving ever so slowly. And then about at four o'clock-ish, that's when we finally, I finally got in. And there were people who were like, what the hell is happening? One guy went to the front to ask what was going on and said, I found the scoop. Ace took a break for coffee and then he took a break for lunch. And... There were a couple of ladies who looked kind of like they never went to a rock event before. And this is the major thing that they've ever gone to. And they were like so excited with their albums. And then someone asked them, was it worth it? And, oh, it was so worth it. It's like to them, seeing a poster of someone would be worth it, you know, because it's something. So anyway, when I finally get in, it's and then it's warm inside. Then I have to go and get my, you know, uh, go and with my email to get my album, and then go back in line, and then finally, so I get to go to Ace. Ace is just sitting there, you know, they're handing him albums. He's not looking at anyone. One, he's um just signing away. I say hi, Ace. Nothing. I say it again. Hi, Ace. Nothing again. I, I went. By the way, I, I saw you back in the Dynasty tour, nineteen seventy nine. You went, and then and then and then. So um, he, he signed my album. I went cool. Thank you, man. Nothing. I went, oh, by the way, I have something to give you. I had a couple of CDs. Show sure. nothing. He's just signing away. His girlfriend went okay, and then she took him, and she was cool. And there was another guy sitting by Ace who was like, okay. I asked him. I asked Ace, can I have a selfie with you? Just still signing. (laughs) Nothing? But his girlfriend and the other guy, yeah. So then I I made it so that it looked like I was taking a picture of Ace where I was sneaking up in front of him, and and I happened to be in the picture to make it look like it was a selfie. But in no way was he looking up. In no way was he involved in the selfie.
1: Do you think he was nervous to meet you, Lee? (laughs) You know and that's what it was i i, I mean I, i'm trying to make a positive out of negative here he might have been nervous i mean everybody's seen bugs and cheese you know on youtube not a lot of people have seen the video for Dows, and you know he might have been i i heard that you know the event was moved it was originally going to be at woolworths uh but due to lack of ticket sales it was moved to sam ash so you know he probably had a lot going on. You know, I I
3: wouldn't take it personally. I think he was just nervous to meet you. Well, if I knew that, I would have probably tried to bug him more by by tickling him and going Gitchy, you goo. But yeah. I didn't know that. But but then the and then the guy gave me a poster of of an and, and I'll, I'll I'll show you though. Here's the poster the other side of it here's here's the album and and in case you want to see I'll show you the vinyl to make it kind of fun for you to see it's it's this colored vinyl
1: so there oh that's pretty neat
3: i yeah. like how they put the spots
1: where he played guitar on the record
3: <laughs> oh that's uh, that's neat yeah. and and so um if, if someone were to ask me, is it worth to go, I would say if they're a collector who wants to stand outside for four hours to get an album that they might be able to get a couple of hundred more for on eBay, fine. If someone wants to go just to meet Ace and talk to him without any response, fine. But if you want to have a regular conversation or a, at least a hi. I would say it's better to just go over to whoever the cashier is and say hi to them. They'll be more sincere and friendly. Hey,
0: Lee, that, Lee, um, that album you got signed, can you send it to me? Because if you can't, I'm going to kick you off the show right now.
3: I'm sorry. Well, I thought about actually sending it to you in in, in order for you to do a few reviews of mine, but I thought I'd rather give you something of worth, like money. Hey, but if Uh, you don't
0: send me that vinyl, that'd be cool.
3: (laughs) Well, we'll see. I might do that.
2: All right. So the the girlfriend was cool, but Ace wasn't?
3: Yeah, yeah. I should have had a selfie with her. Yeah. She was actually nice. And there was another guy, I don't know who he was, but he was nice.
0: That was so, that that guy John, we know. Ian. We know that dude. John, John Astronomy? Yeah, he was
3: there. He looked like him. Yeah. It, it yeah, was so- John Astronomy
1: is actually a really cool dude. and Very nice to us. And, and that's how that's how you judge him, because when everybody else hated us at Rockin' Pod, John Astronomy was still pretty cool. Yeah, he so he's cool. all right in my book.
3: But this other guy actually looked like you, Ian. He, he, he had maybe a... A little more curlyish hair, but but yeah. but, but he, he kind of looked like you. He, I saw John Astronomy in a. You video. sure it wasn't Brad Pitt? <laughs> it it, it kind of was, but but I mean, um, uh, it didn't look like John Astronomy. The, the hair was different. It was a different build. He he looked he looked kind of like um I'm, I'm Warren trying, Haynes, like Ouch. like like John Schneider, maybe older with a beard and mustache. You sure it wasn't
1: Tom (laughs) Wolpack? No. All right. Well, thanks for showing up, Lee. Uh, All right. Next story. Slayer is back together. Wow. Did not see this shit coming. Uh, You know, especially with, you know, all this shit, you know, coming out about Cary King's new solo album. And then uh, the barrage of fucking trash talk that Carrie was doing about, you know, Slayer, you know, and Dave Lombardo's dead to me. And, you know, I haven't talked to Tom Mariah since the last show, and he hasn't played bass since Seasons of the Abyss and all this shit. And now all of a sudden Slayer's playing two shows, uh, you know, at the point we're recording. uh, That could be it. I mean, there's no like, hey, we're going to do a new record or we're back permanently. There's two shows. uh, you know, uh, uh, fuck your cousin fest in Kentucky, and then riot fest in Chicago. So um, I don't know what's going on beyond it, but it seems like like weird timing. And now all of a sudden, when there was a story about Kerry King's solo album every day, now it's all about Slayer. And uh, you know, Tom's—it's it, funny. Everybody's wives commenting on this shit, except for uh, Paul Bostoff. I, maybe he's not married, but everybody else's wives commenting on trip on Twitter or X um you know Lee uh but uh yeah it just seems weird and out of nowhere what do you guys think are you mad because Slayers back together are you happy do you think anything will come of it other than these two shows
0: what say you Ralph I think there will be more to come and I'm not supporting it whatsoever but not against it you know people want to see Slayer look I've seen Slayer so many times and every time I saw him, the best times were always with Lombardo and Hanneman. The original four can't be matched live. They're great with both up, and I've seen them with both up and Gary Holt. I have seen that, but it's like Kerry King being an exodus. It has to be Gary Holt. I don't think Gary Holt's the right fit for for Slayer. But, you know, he's got the credential. He, he was an exodus, so. Bonded by Blood is, you know, better than just about every fucking thrash album at the time. So, you know, he does have a lot of cred, but it's not over. You think they're going to just do two shows. You're crazy. It might not be a tour, but it'll be festivals. And what burns me about it, but whatever, is that people that traveled around the world to go to the LA Forum thinking they were going to see the last Slayer show. You know, I expect it from Motley Crue, Kiss, but not Slayer, man. You know, it, it's a drag, but I'm not against it. I'm just not supporting it. I'm not going to it. And I hope if it does come my way, there's no bands that I'm interested in see. Because if there is, then I know I'm going to stick around for Slayer. You know, and I don't want to. I want Slayer to come down here with Hatebreed and, uh, and what was that stupid band that opened for Pantera? Um, Lamb of God, Lamb of God, yeah, Lamb of God, Hate and, and Slipknot, Slick, and Slipknot, yeah, <laughs> throw those all, out, all together so I don't have to go, you know. But no, it's not over. Slayer would not return for just two shows,
1: yeah. What, what do you think, Brian? Are you a Slayer fan? To begin oh, I with? love
2: Slayer. Oh, yeah, I've seen him multiple times. Uh, well, I'm curious, who would you pick instead of Gary Holt, then, Ralph, for guitar player? Um.
0: There's only one person I would pick, and that is Jeff Hanneman Zombie. <laughs> you don't Jeff Hanneman Zombie. Nobody. Yeah. Ian Watt. Ian Wiley.
2: Water- uh, I, I. What do you? What, I mean, seriously. I, the Carrie King first song I heard, I liked, and you know, I I, I think it's I like great. It they too. got. I. Like I it too. Yeah, I mean, it's great they got Mark from Death Angel in. I'm looking forward to the whole album and. It just, he had to know that these dates were scheduled. So why would you talk shit unless he's just drumming up press he
0: and knowing be, that, he, yeah. For him to say he hasn't talked to Tom Arias since the last show, you can't book a tour, uh, shows like that. In no.
1: Week. Uh, I, and I hate to play de- devil's advocate here, but uh, I believe it. I, I can totally see this being nothing but a lawyer, put, you know, like Irvin Azoff you know, mm-hmm. type of Svengoolie, put this shit together to make money. Um, and I don't necessarily think it's because they're broke. You know, I I, I believe Araya's wife, you know, she probably wants him out of the fucking house, you know, and it probably is a chance to make, you know, a lot of money. I mean, yeah, there's one person we'd all rather see than Gary Holt and that's Ace Fraley, but he turned it down. He doesn't need Slayer. He's got ten thousand volts, you know. You know Slayer would be embarrassed to have fucking, you know, Ace You know Eagle. that
0: that that both Tom Araya's wife and Gary Holt's wife wants this Slayer reunion to happen, so they can leave, and Lee can have sex with both of them, like he has been doing for the past yeah. fourteen years.
3: Huh. Well, I have to tell you. As far as being a Slayer fan, I think their last album is their best.
4: Wow, that's me.
3: I actually, oh. I actually. So you went, hate Slayer?
0: Yeah, <laughs> really?
3: No. When 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 the five the metal five came out with their albums, I heard all of them and I thought Slayers was the best. I I would say I I I don't care about whether <laughs> I see them live or not, but as far as I'm concerned, who I would want to see are members of Slayer and Phil Anselmo do an offshoot kind of album. Have Slayer's sound, Phil Anselmo's vocals, make it something really, really intensely cool. I think that would be something I would be into.
0: I would like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate to agree with Lee. Uh, but I think that's who everybody was hoping would be, you know, the singer and expecting for the singer, uh, for Carrie King's side project. And I think probably, you know, the mixture of the Pantera reunion and, you know, down having future plans, it's probably why it didn't happen. And that's not a slant at all against Mark from death angel. Cause he's fucking amazing. I will have to say, I think you guys, uh, enjoy the new carrie king song a lot more than me i don't hate it i don't hate it but to me it does sound like a repentless leftover i was hoping for a little bit more well that's what Uh, it was it was
4: for yeah yeah
1: yeah, but i yeah like i said i was expecting i was hoping for a little bit but it's it's hard though i mean i I love carrie you know don't get it twisted you know let's shit the bed um but you know henneman was my favorite (laughs) And Henneman's songs were always my favorite fucking uh, Slayer songs over Carrie's. So, uh, but I'm still going to get Carrie's solo album. And if Slayer does come by me, I'm going. I'm, I'm not pissed about this uh, because I want to see Slayer again. I saw him on the last tour, uh, you know, with Boastoff and with Holt, and it was fucking phenomenal. It was great. You know, it was a great fucking show. It was a great set list. Um so I'm all for them, you know. I laugh more like when Kiss gets back together or Motley Crue gets back together because who gives a shit? But yeah, I, I, I would love another chance to see Slayer and to hear those songs again. So I'm not mad at all. I mean, I could see like if you traveled to go see the last show and you're a little like, eh. But then again, if you're a fan, be happy. Be happy if you have another chance to go
2: is lee's second favorite album for slayer diabolus and musica hey that's a
1: great album i yeah. know i know it's
2: a yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. podcast yeah. title too
1: no uh, uh lee likes the the punk covers album the most <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> my, my second favorite uh shut the fuck up lee um but uh yeah no i i'm I, i'm happy man if, if slayer's back it's great uh now if it's long term and they're going to record another album, I do hope it's stronger than *Repentless*. I didn't hate it, but uh, you know. But then again, you know, I wasn't the world's biggest fan of *World Painted Blood*. That's uh, the best album they did since. Uh, I know you like. I, I take *Christ Delusion* of... way over. Mm. Uh, I like *Christ Delusion*, yeah,
3: no, like yeah. but *World Painted Right. To answer your question, my second favorite is *Show No Mercy*. Oh, there you go. Well, nice. Yeah, right. There you did go. You, that's
4: nice.
2: Slayer Metal Blade years.
3: Yeah. Uh, all right. Next story. I, um.
4: Oh, Ralph, but, what do you? Th-
2: by the way, okay. Ian, there was one thing I always wanted to. Maybe you guys know it too. There was always a rumored Tony Iommi collaboration album, potentially with Phil Anselmo. I always wanted that. I thought that would have been cool. Oh, that,
1: that'd be. Ama- I love this song on that. But I the like time that Iommi album. I don't. I don't think Ralph likes it very
2: much. I love that
1: album.
0: I like I, some of it, but you know, Billy Corgan, get the fuck out of here. But the Billy I like, Idol,
2: the Billy I like Idol song, song, great.
1: Yeah, I'm not the biggest Billy Corgan fan, but I even like that song. I mean, I'm hard pressed to find a song I didn't like on that Iomi. You mm-hmm. know, I'll take that shit over fucking Forbidden or fucking Dear or Cross Purposes or fucking a lot of other shit. Uh, and what, I, and th- that's what makes you gay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that and sucking cock. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know. I think that Iommi solo album was the last time that I found his guitar work uh, inventive and mm-hmm. different. You know, I, I I was very disappointed in Devil. You know, I mean Bible Bible Black was great, but other than that, man, what a lackluster album. And and some of the other shit I heard, you know, it's just like paint by number. I mean, thirteen mm-hmm. at least Iommi out. He branched out. Mm-hmm. Show different shades. Where I think, like the other albums, it's all one side. I, Tony Iommi to me is best when you see all the different things that make Tony Iommi Tony Iommi.
2: Yeah, like the stuff he did but, with Glenn Hughes. Those two albums,
4: yeah, are, are
1: good. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but I, I think, I, as much as I love those Glenn Hughes albums, I think on the Iommi album, I think he showed different stuff more. more. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it was more. You know, I hate when it's just one note. Like it's Tony. I- it, it's kind of like uh, okay for movie guys. It's like Dennis Hopper got to a point where every movie he's doing, he's Dennis Hopper doing Dennis Hopper, like right. you see Al Pacino doing Al Pacino. I like it when they branch out and you see different fucking aspects. You know, sure. Uh, you know, Michael Corleone is not the same as Serpico. No, you know, different different fucking things. Yep. Uh, all right, I, I'm I'm losing you, Lee. Fucking keep drinking. Yep. You're, you're uh, to right.
3: fart. What you sound like a fart. No, I'm well, – all right, thank you. I'd rather okay. be a fart than a smart.
1: Lee – I mean, on uh, Lee. Fuck you, Lee. Uh, Ralph, what do you think about uh, Merciful Fate going all smashing pumpkins and getting a chick bass player? you think they're doing that to, like, keep up
0: with the 90s? <laughs> I don't know. She's awesome, though, but it's not Merciful Fate, man.
1: Yeah. But she's yeah,
0: awesome. got, she is an awesome bass
1: player. They gotta get uh, who, who's who's not in it? Mike Denner or is Hank Sherman? Yeah, which Mike, one's not in? It?
0: Mike Denner's not there. I'm, yeah. interviewing, I'm interviewing Becky in a couple of weeks.
1: Oh, cool. Oh, oh, no wonder you like her. Um, that no, that's awesome. No, no, no,
0: actually, that's... actually, it's solid reviews. They, mm. they invited me on to interview her. I didn't. Her.
2: Oh, nice, nice, nice. She uh, was in White. She was in White Snake, right? For time no. being.
0: No, 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 no. That's another
1: hot chick. Uh, <laughs> that's in white snake now becky
0: becky was in lee's shorts once <laughs> oh good, yeah giving him a blow job
3: that, yeah. that 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 was why i woke up one day without knowing what happened to yeah. anything
0: yeah yeah, yeah she yeah. was
3: she was the bug on
1: cheese yeah uh she blew short what no i i mean i'm like with king diamond it's it's like oh, okay yeah fucking put out these albums already you know the Merciful Fate and the uh, fucking this all
0: yeah it's got I just got let me show you I just got this in the mail hold on go keep talking let me find it okay <laughs> but
1: uh yeah I, I'm saying put them out because you know how long you know can he sing like that you know mm-hmm. uh get out uh, you know put out these albums get out there and fucking tour before it's too late man. You know, I mean the last time I saw King Diamond, he was fucking amazing, but that was like the Abigail tour, like fucking what, like fucking six, seven years ago? And he hasn't toured since. You know, it's you know, come on. How long can you sing like a fucking canary? You know? Get the fuck out there.
3: Are you all right, Lee? I've been loving you. Okay, that's all I need to hear. All right. What, what's what's Ralph got here? Diamond imitation.
1: All right, shut up.
0: Hey,
3: what do you got there?
1: I can't see. Oh, is that the single? Yeah. Okay. Oh wow.
0: It brings nice. uh, "Welcome Home" and "Arrival" live.
1: Nice. How, how's the studio version of the of the track? Is it good?
0: Oh, it's awesome. You can hear it online. This this song's been out since 2019.
1: Yeah, yeah. He he played that when I was. Or maybe
0: I don't know. No, no, he did play this song when I last saw him before okay. the pandemic. And yeah, I thought
1: it was longer ago than that, but maybe I'm wrong. They know.
0: just released this, and I'm, you know, I'm a complete. I'm like, fuck it, give me that. But awesome. yeah, this song is like five years old, and they, you know, they 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 it to online. They played it live five years later, still nothing. And now he wants <laughs> yeah. to do a Merciful Fate album. At the same time as a King Diamond album, to me it's like a big mess.
1: And and I'll tell you what, man, if, if the new Merciful Fate ain't as good as fucking Nine, which I you know I know was it Hank ain't on that one? That was an awesome fucking. No, album. Hank
0: is Hank is the only one on that one. King
1: Diamond or, or Michael Denner ain't on it. Whatever. Yeah, but uh, that was a good one.
0: Yeah, it's um, great. It's great. It's not Merciful Fate though, man. It ain't Merciful Fate without Ruz. Timmy Crabber yeah. and you just can't have it. You just
1: but I I would take nine over like dead again, wouldn't you agree? Mm-hmm.
0: I'll take nine over everything they did in the later half, except for in the shadows. I put it right there next nice. to as the best song they did within the shadows. But it can't touch anything from the oh yeah because oh, okay. because very important because they released it. Last one was released in nineteen eighty four. Yeah. After '84, everything wasn't as good. To me, "Don't Break the Oath" that album that released in 1984 has never been topped to this day. No album is as good as "Don't Break the Oath," Melissa, and "Diary of a Madman" in the '80s. Period. It's my opinion. Sign shows. No, I,
1: I you know I think I I you know I had hope for you know when the Eagles finally put out an album, you know, but no, it sucked. They, uh, you know, but
3: I. Speaking I think, of bitches,
1: uh, Lee, no, I'm not talking about you. Uh, no, Mick Mars. I, I was
3: trying to say some, but uh, I was just yeah. going to say, sometimes, like with, with these people who do the solo albums, like the lead singer and then the group does an album, if the producer picked, like, fuck it, I'll just pick the best songs from the solo album and the best songs from the group album and put them together and fuck the band, we might have better albums sometimes. That's all. All, what right. Well, what yeah, uh, all right,
0: well, fuck you. That's a stellar vodka logic.
3: Well, speaking of bitches, it's, uh, Mick it's Mars. better when I drink more. I like watching Mo- you drink, Lee. It's uh, yeah, I do too.
1: Mick Mars just came out and said he's open to writing with Motley Crue. Oh. What a bitch. After all this shit, like, yeah, I'm going to write with it. That just, you just want to check. You fucking uh, Scorliosis, fucking Crypt Keeper motherfucker.
0: Ugh. I'm Team Mick. I'm yeah. Team Mick. You're a yeah. jackass. But to yeah. say you're Team Mick is is, is like saying, I'm Team Nicky Six. Because Mick Mars was part of that bullshit farewell tour, that contract. He even went and said, if we ever do get back together, I will buy everybody a free ticket. And still people are going, I'm Team Mick. You're a retard. You know?
4: Yeah.
0: Ian, I just put it up yesterday. I reviewed the new McMart's album, which, by the way, has sold more than $8 million. And Kanye West. <laughs> anyway. Well, that- I'm just saying, you can be Team
1: Mick, Team Tommy, Team Nikki, Team Vince. I'm Team The Car That Killed the Drummer from fucking... Uh- <laughs> What what was that horrible <laughs> Hanoi movie? Rocks. Hanoi Rocks yeah. yeah. That that's that's whose side I'm on. I, Razzle. The, the, yeah. The car that killed Hanway Rocks. That's where I put my vote. Because Henry Rocks sucks. Axl Rose.
0: You know. All right. And I, I got to tell you, man, that new album. Worse than Aces, man, easily. And and What? what? Oh, easily worse than Aces. The thing is that Mick Mars' new album, there's no way Mick Mars likes that music. There's just no way. Because it's that modern crap, that shit. If I don't like it because of my old-ass age, imagine Mick, who's like maybe 20 years older than me. I mean, give me a break, man. There's no way he likes this music because it's that modern garbage. I can see people into like Bowlbeat Beat or Event Sevenfold like Mick Mars' solo album. But who the fuck is that's kind of homophobic, Ralph? But who the fuck, yeah, well, I am a homophobe. Mm. Um, who the fuck would, uh, you know, prom, uh, a young kid into Event Sevenfold or Volbeat? You think that young kid will be like, hey, man, I heard that old dude in Motley Crue made an album. Let me check it out. Nobody even knows who Motley Crue is or like, Mick Mars. Nobody's going to care. And I have a feeling, man, somebody threw a lot of money at Mick saying, make this type of music. And he did, and right when it's coming out, people are hearing it, people are saying, what the fuck's this garbage? That he says, all right, I'll 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 write with Motley Crue again, you know, because this fucking shit I'm, I'm just released sucks.
3: Well, I might take a chance just to hear it, just to see how bad it is. And if he does the signing... I might go, because if he doesn't respond, it's only because his lips don't move. So at least it won't be because he doesn't want to talk. He'll be... Ace wasn't even like that. Ace was just... Plastic doll time. Well,
1: yeah, you're absolutely right, because, you know, I... I I saw a poster made about, like, Mick, you know, fucking outselling all these people. And and I Googled him. And, you know, if you Google Mick Mars, you know, there's memes like of Jesus talking shit about Mick Mars. What a shitty guitar player he was back then. You know, nobody cares about this old fart playing fucking, you know, Volbeat shit. Fuck Mick Mars. Fuck Molly Crew.
2: They're and better has, off letting John Five write new songs. Seriously, they, they, I mean, they should. I don't, yeah. don't see why they wouldn't. If Nicky'd let him, As it doesn't I, matter though because Vince m- is still singing it. That's a good point. You know? is, is, yeah.
0: Nick, is Nick Mars has he written anything for Motley Crue recently? Like those Dirt songs or Saints of Los He good
1: didn't well. even play on those, let alone write them. Yeah, you yes. know. You know. All right, next uh, sad story here: uh, Rick Emmett from uh from triumph just completed radiation treatment for uh prostate cancer mm. sucks man Fucking triumph though man that's a band I, I watched the documentary a great documentary on the band but fuck, get over yourself and do a last tour for the fucking fans you know I, i've said it a million times their whole thing about whoa we can't do our laser light show You're fucking Triumph.
0: They don't say that. They can't do a final tour because Gilmore can't play anymore. That's why. But but before that, like, oh, if I can't play my league, what the fuck are you talking about?
1: No, no, no. Check out the post. Before that, they're like, we've had offers. But, you know, if we can't do our laser show, we're not going out. Like, Triumph was never
0: fucking all that. I think that's bullshit. I'm just saying it. it sucks though. I mean I keep I no up with just... Triumph, man. I I listened to Gilmore interviews and he said it. He can't do it no more. The last tour they did as Triumph, it took him about six months to get into shape to play the drums. Then now he's like, I there's no amount of time. I'm too old, my body's fucked up, I can't play the drums no more.
3: They yeah, could have done it years ago. Years ago, he you would know be better then. Peter Chris
1: could do it. Peter Peter Chris couldn't beat his fucking meat, let alone the fucking drums. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And uh who else is sick? He, oh
3: for my meat if I if 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 I gave mistake.
1: Foreigners that Mick might. Jones has Parkinson's disease. Oh. You know? And uh, you know, that that's a hell of a thing to fucking joke about. Just so you don't have to go on stage with a fucking cover band, you know? They go, out there, oh, I have Parkinson's disease. That's a, what an insult to people with Parkinson's disease that you would say that. Just so you don't have to get out on stage with Hurricane and play foreigner songs.
2: So if you, you if know. you were in the if you were in the death pool, are you taking Lou or Mick?
1: Um, uh, hmm.
3: I, I Lee Gertzman's going to die before any of them. <laughs> ah uh, no i'm gonna keep living because i drink alcohol like keith richards did
2: <laughs> i'm know, taking the my pillow guy you know you know i
3: met who is the pillow guy i need to know i have to look him up
2: just look up uh, mike that, lindell yeah
3: that that oh. that's the thing you fuck every night when you're laying on your
1: stomach <laughs> jerking off
3: you
2: Oh, fucking that's weirdo. his
3: name thank you
1: yeah yeah, yeah mike lindell so every yeah. time you're fucking nuttin it's to, a guy named mike
3: no, this is my mic. <laughs> you know,
0: oh, in a
1: racial
3: relationship, I like that. <laughs> you got a big black bear. Oh,
1: I, I got a Uh-oh, what's a, a, I got a nice dolly too. I got yeah. I got
3: everything.
1: Yeah, you're the reason Barbie didn't get nominated for fucking best actress. <laughs> why the fuck, wonderful. I, I didn't mean. want it
0: to happen. Why the fuck is that doll not with a tucked in shirt?
3: <laughs> That's true. I couldn't find it. I got her for free.
0: Hey, speaking of Mick Brown, Mick Jones,
4: yeah.
0: I met him in 1994 at a grocery store. True story. I had him sign my Pink Floyd ticket. My Pink Floyd. I just saw Pink Floyd Division Bell. Was mm-hmm. that 94? Division Bell. I think so.
4: Yeah.
0: Whatever. And I met him in line, and I was like, "Oh my god, aren't you Mick Jones from Farner and he signed my Pink Floyd ticket. That's my Mick Jones thing. And back then, Ian, and this was in ninety-four, he did yeah. not have Parkinson's. There you
4: go. Yeah.
1: But uh, you know, I was trying to do some fact checking because like I said, I kind of like thought that maybe he was faking the Parkinson's thing, uh, you know, to, to get out of touring with Foreigner. But uh I ended up calling Jesus and Jesus said no. That shit's real. He goes, that fucker produced 5150. Fuck (laughs) him. So it's proof. You know, it's it's a punishment. It's a punishment.
2: Ralph, if you could go back in time, would you have asked about 5150?
0: I didn't. uh, This was after 5150. Right. And I didn't didn't know. Hmm. 5150 was 86, right? And uh, this was 94 when I met him. But the Mm -hmm. thing is, I never bought 5150. Mm -hmm. I didn't know any details. I didn't know he was the producer of that album. I was very oblivious to Van Hagar, unlike Ian that was buying those records. Yeah, (laughs) but I mean, it's
1: just proof. Like, like Jesus will get you in the end. Like, you know, Eddie Van Halen made four albums with Sammy Hagar, dead. Ronnie Montrose, dead. You know, Bruce Fairburn, dead. Mick Jones, you know, shaky, shaky, Mick Shakerson. You Andy know, it, Johns,
0: Andy Johns, and 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 hmm. Leffler, their their manager, dead.
2: Yeah,
1: okay. yeah. I feel bad for Ted Templeman. Yeah, that, you were just a co-producer on Fuck, but you know your day's coming. You're gonna fucking die.
2: Gary Sharon's dead.
1: Yeah, yeah. Exa- his career's dead. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. Fuck you. You know. You work with Hagar, you get what you get, bitches. <laughs> uh, let's see what else is going on. Um, all right, we're gonna, we're gonna wait for Ralph to get back so I can piss. Uh, but in the meantime, Lee, what's going on with your hair? Oh,
3: it's, you're it's not, natural, you're not still dying jet black. I'm happy about that. It's it's natural dyed thing. Yeah.
2: So it's, uh, it's just, I,
3: I always wanted to have black hair, yeah. and so um, it's my attempt at looking younger, even if it's creepily so. Yeah.
2: So he uses just for tucked in, man. Huh? <laughs> just for tucked but in, I, man. I
3: mean, you don't you don't need to dye That's your for, hair. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. And in fact, Tell should. Change the name to Jethro Tucked In. That would be good. There you go. I, I I mean,
1: your liver's so pickled, you you look sixty.
3: You know. Well, at least I look like a sixty-year-old alcoholic. I'm a hey, black hey. hair guy. Look, I man,
0: I'm almost sixty, actually.
3: Yeah, but but
1: you look good. Black don't crack. <laughs>
4: <you
3: know? laughs> but yeah, I I. I did it, and and I'm glad I did it. And I'll I'll tell you really quickly. I wanted to do it when I was younger, and I was with my dad, and we were both drunk. And yeah. and and my dad said he wanted to turn blonde, so he got the hair dye, and we went, let's hide it from mom. And so we had stuff underneath the basket, but mom looked under there and went, "You're not dyeing your hair," and she put that back so we weren't able to do it but we both i wanted to be dark hair he wanted to be blonde hair again
1: well you may be glad you did it but you know who's ashamed they did it your father he's like i should have jerked off in a fucking sock you know well fucking just staying on the family all right you guys fight amongst yourselves i'm gonna piss and then let's talk about this just, amazing
0: apple. Just give me a news story so we can talk about yeah. it while you're gone. Uh, but,
1: I, I, th- I I think we're kind of out of news stories. Unless I have, I have got a question. For, talk about. Oh, I got a question
2: great. for Lee. Oh, all right, go ahead. Go so ahead. Lee, Lee, do you miss San Francisco at all? I mean, because you've been gone from the Bay Area for a while.
3: Not one bit. The only thing I missed, the only thing I missed, is there was a restaurant called Spices 3, which uh-huh. was in Oakland. Mm-hmm. But there's a guy named like Nick Johnson who did um like he he does these where he he uh, drives down these different areas in different states in different towns and he did one and it said like Oakland is even worse mm. and it showed nothing but garbage and bums and everything and it, I I think that nothing but bums are down by where spices three oh, where where, where spices three was.
4: Mm-hmm. So yeah, they. Like,
2: Oakland like, clo- Oakland closed the first uh, In and Out Burger in history. the um, In and Out Burger had never closed, but the crime was so bad in Oakland they had to close it. Oh, which burger? In and Out Burger. There's an In and Out Burger. In and Out burgers never closed down ever. Oh in the yeah, yeah. But they had to close in Oakland because of the bad crime and going on. So wow. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But but yeah. But by I mean. But but that's the only thing that I miss. All right. Are, are, mean, the, I,
2: are
0: yeah. the are the hookers cheaper in New York than San Francisco? Lee?
3: <laughs> the place where the the. Wait a minute. I like how he drinks.
0: <laughs> glug, glug
3: glug glug. All right, yeah, glug glug. Y'all live in a glug glug machine. Anyway, um, I'm gonna say I was in the canal area in San San Rafael long ago, and 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 this one lady was asking, "Do you date?" And then then I went, "What?" And then then and then um, I, I think it was like she thought I was gonna pay for it. And so, and when it came down to five bucks, you were saying, you're cheap, but. So, you, so you offered a hook for five bucks. I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to pay anything. So um, the hookers are too expensive anywhere.
0: Oh, everywhere. They're expensive. Okay.
3: Yeah. All right. Thanks for that story, Lee. I always do a
1: much better show less people are listening. I'm not nervous. Well, well, I thank you for letting me make you nervous. Yes. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, fuck it. End of stories. Let's get into uh, this. Is a crazy fucking album we're talking about. Uh, much anticipated. A lot of people are talking about it. Uh, some people love it. Uh, a lot of people hate it. Uh, and, and I think it's kind of unfair. I, I think a lot of people are judging this album because of Ace Frehley's blatant homosexuality. Uh, which, I, I mean, the guy, you know, sucked off Peter Chris, who, you know, everybody knows, you know, is rumored to have the largest uh, organ out of the, the original Kiss group. And he took Peter Chris like all the way down his fucking throat, uh, mm. you know, and went, mm, yum, yum uh, you know, and then his previous girlfriend was a man called Rachel Gordon uh you know that you know a lot of people are like, oh he's he's fucking a dude you know a transvestite you know and people judge Ace's music by that and not by you know the merit of, of what he's writing so I think this album had a lot you know stacked against it he came out saying this shit's gonna embarrass Paul and Jean you know for putting him down for being a homosexual and sucking Peter Chris's cock all the way down to the balls and fucking a man called Rachel Gordon so I mean you got all this fucking stigma going against it but does it stand up to all this you know can you say I can overlook Peter Chris being a I mean Ace Fraley being a homosexual and sucking off Peter Chris and fucking a man named Rachel Gordon can we get past all of the blatant homosexuality, and just get to the music, and not focus on Ace
3: Frehley sucking a man's cock. You know, can we change the subject, people, and get to the? I audience. could have if he had talked to me. I told you
1: he was nervous. You are a star. You've okay, been on the greatest okay. podcast
3: of all time. I you forgive, have a YouTube. I forgive called Bugs on Cheese. Okay, I forgive him.
1: Or it could have been the fact that you did a show with mark and he's like oh this fucking guy
3: oh you now know? that makes sense okay
1: <laughs> all right <laughs> well uh I, i'm gonna go to ralph first on this uh because ralph got uh, ralph couldn't talk about this for a long fucking time you had i don't know if you had the full album oh. or just certain cuts that you heard i have uh, but you, you were heard. privy you were privy to this and you told me some but you still you're like hey let's save it for the show you know and keep it you know but you definitely had uh you know an early opinion on what you heard so uh talk to us about that and if it's changed since you've heard the album in its entirety
0: no it hasn't changed and I actually went back to hear what two songs they were and one was cherry Madison which is fucking horrendous and I forgot what the other one was, but it was one of the lame songs on the album as well. Um, and, you know, hearing all the hype, because actually, you know, I I admit it, I'm, a, I'm an Ace twat to a degree. I, Ace is my favorite member. To, totally demolished every solo album in the 80s and demolished every Kiss album with his 78 solo album. I feel that is the greatest album with the Kiss logo on it. There's no Kiss album, come close, well, Kiss Alive. I'm a big fan of his. I champion him. I love (laughs) Freely's comment. His first solo album was, I feel, the closest to the 78 album. Second sighting, a fucking disaster. That's not an Ace Freely album. That's a Todd Howard album. Shit kicks ass. Um... Trouble walking, kick ass. Couple stupid songs like Back to School, but still a kick-ass album. Anomaly's terrible. I waited 20 what? years for this crap. Oh, Anomaly was terrible. And I'm the ace fan. I waited 20 years to hear Anomaly and I was thoroughly disappointed. Space Invader blew my mind. I think it's the best thing he's done since. I like it more than Trouble Walking. I put it up there with the first Frilize comment. And Spaceman, uh, I'll put Trouble Walking above it, but I love Spaceman. Bronx Boy, uh, Mission of Mars. I mean, there's so many killer, kick ass songs that Ace Traylor released on the last two songs that when I hear this album and I hear people say, oh, it's the best since the first 78 album or the best since trilogy or Trouble Walking, it's like, it's not. Come back to me in a couple years and tell me that. Come back to me in a couple of years to listen to Trouble Walking, and then listen to this clusterfuck of an album, and tell me if it's even close to Trouble Walking. It's a horrible piece of shit album, but there's one song on it I, I like, and there's two other songs that I pretty much love. Three songs, the rest is fucking garbage. So I would only, right. I would only put. Seven, a second signing under it. Everything else I put above. Wow, Lee,
1: Lee. Were you excited for this album?
3: I listened to it, and when I first listened to it, I had a very certain opinion. When I have to tell you, I saw a review that someone did about it, and the guy is not someone who I ordinarily listen to. But he had mentioned something about, he's saying, I'm not saying it's a bad album, but it's not like an Ace burley album. And he mentioned Steve Brown's group, like Tokyo Motor Fist. And I heard a little bit of that and I thought, oh my word, he's right. And so I was listening to this album again, kind of under that impression. And my opinions have kind of changed since then so um i i'm not going to say it's a bad album but what i'm going to say is at first i had very enthusiastic ideas about it and now those enthusiastic ideas have been kind of not so much okay
1: well that's interesting because I gave your mother ten dollars for a Tokyo Motor Fist, and uh, she gave me nine dollars back because she didn't cut her nails. Uh, Brian well, well, Davis, I, I disbelieve you. All right, shut up, Lee. Uh, Brian, right. were, were you excited about this? Uh, you know, uh, did you have trepidation going into it? Were you excited about it? What's going no,
2: on? Not, not at all. I mean, I'm more excited about Judas Priest coming out and Bruce Dickinson. Uh, definitely more excited than Ace Frehley. But uh, no, full <laughs> disclosure. Ian called me 30 minutes before we recorded, and yes. I hadn't heard any of it except for you know the stuff that's come out, and I barely listened to that. So it's <laughs> if you want a true uh, initial pass and my initial thoughts on it, that's what we're gonna get. But no, I wasn't looking forward. I I really do enjoy. Anomaly. I actually somewhat like it more than the first Ace Frehley album, or not not the '78 one, but the Frehley's Comic Frehly's one. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoy that. After that, then it just everything kind of got convoluted with the other two, and then the two covers albums. But uh, no, I mean, no, I wasn't excited at all about it. So.
1: All right. Well, I was. I'm always rooting for Ace. I want Ace <laughs> well, what to do the good. Fuck? No, 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 this is true. I am rooting for Ace. I want it to be good, and I'm constantly disappointed. Uh, I still stand by I think Ace's solo album is the second best of the solo albums, only by one song, because uh, there, there is two on 78 I don't like, and there's only one on Paul's I don't like. But I admit, you know, Ace's 78 stellar. Fraley's comment. I bought it right when it came out. I liked it at the time, but at the same, in the same way I like G.I. Joe and He-Man. You know, I was like 13. <laughs> uh, has it aged well? I don't think so. I like second sighting probably more than anybody on here. I, I love Todd
3: Hall. I like second sighting too. Shut up, Lee. It's my turn. Sorry, um, but I agree.
1: Fuck off. Um, so... Uh, I love the song on fucking uh, Live Plus One that was recorded at the Aragon Brawl Room in Chicago. What what was the the studio track on that one? Words Are Not Enough, great song. Yeah, love that song. Uh, I I like Trouble Walking. I thought that was great. Mm -hmm. Uh, But everything after that, I'm like, ugh. You know, Anomaly sucks. Space Invaders suck. Uh, You know... The, the fucking covers, the two cover albums I he put out, you know, I'll give him credit, you know. Uh, you know, it's easy to take a cover and, and, and do something adventurous with it and change it, you know. It, it's hard to do it exactly the same and it not suck, you know. He took the hard road and it sucked. <laughs> um, you know, Ace was cool when I met him. You know, I'm sorry about Lee's experience with him. Uh, to me, he's second only to Gene, uh, as far as Kiss members that I met. Uh, he was drunk as shit, but he was having fun. He was in a great mood, you know. It, you know, it's proof when people sober up, they, you know, they become self-righteous pieces of shit. And he was Lee. Let, let's face it; he was scared to meet you. Can't blame the guy. Well,
3: uh, I, 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 uh, I mean, shut up, I'm Lee. This isn't about you.
1: All right, Sorry. shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck, Go dye your fucking hair, you fucking fruit I'll try. Um. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking. What, what is that shit for men? Get the shit for women. Put it in your hair, you fucking <laughs> okay. fruit. Um, All right. Dang. Anyway, get some nair. Anyway, so it, it, it's one of those. I've been shitting on Ace for years, but I want him to prove me wrong. You know, I still love Old Kiss as much as I shit on him, and and Ace was a huge part of that. So, I want them to come out and prove me wrong. Um, you know, but I'm going to hold them accountable. And I am going to, I don't think there's ever been an episode I've written more detailed notes for than this album. I listened to it, uh, I think four to five times today in its entirety, you know, because I wanted to make sure I got this shit right. Um, you know, I, I'm pulling for you, Ace. I, I mean, goddamn, you're my backdrop right there, Ace Frehley, the fucking spaceman. You know, uh, I'm a little scared because he was using Steve Brown from uh, from Trickster. You know, you know. Hate to let this. You know, I feel weird saying this in public. I'm not a big Trickster fan. Saw Trickster open up for Kiss on the Revenge tour, and uh, wasn't impressed. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how this collaboration is going to work you know but we'll see when we get into it song for song but uh fuck it since we have two guests and one of them is special brian we'll let you go first uh the title track ten thousand volts what do you think
2: yeah again i only had 30 minutes to listen to this so you know take it for what it is this wasn't too bad it it was mid-paced his his vocals don't sound like they're super warbly we're overdone at this point. I think that's going to be a common theme. Uh, I thought the guitar solo was a bit uninspired, um, but it, it still sounds like Ace. So yeah, to start the album, it, it wasn't too bad.
3: All right, uh, Lee, what do you think of 10,000 volts? All right, I thought, pretty good song. Maybe the bridge is a little poppy for my taste, but most of the rest of the song is pretty good. Yeah. All right.
1: All, All right. right. Thanks for keeping it short. Ralph, yeah. what do you think of 10,000 volts? No.
0: What do you think of 10,000 volts?
1: I'll go. All right. Fucking, I'll go. I'll go cuz I'm not yeah. fucking scared. For it. I'm scared of this shit. 10,000 volts. Wow. More like 10,000 riffs. Much like CC DeVille matured when he left Poison and did Samantha 7. Uh Ace <laughs> and his new buddy Steve Brown are on fire here. In that pre-chorus, holy, uh, time waits for no one, I've made up my mind. Uh, I haven't heard such pop perfections in Savage Gardens, I Want You. Uh, this is amazing. And the fucking solo on this song. No wonder Eddie and Dime killed themselves, because they knew they were fucking frauds. This is how you do a guitar solo. Holy fuck. Uh, y- you know... It's it's the fucking spaceman, and he even you know he even mentioned space in the song. I mean, how cool is that? You know, he's a spaceman, and he mentioned space. Who does that? You know, it's like fucking. It's it's awesome. It's it very very fucking cool. I love this track. What do you think, Ralph?
0: I agree. I well, I I don't love it. I like it though. I do like the song. the, uh, when he released it, I was like, all right, that's a relief after those two clunkers I heard before. Um, is it great? I wouldn't go as far as saying great, but I think it's very good. It's a very good song, and I don't say that a lot during this review, and that's how I feel about it. Lee?
1: Oh, uh, Lee, Lee already went.
0: Oh, all right. So, oh, I go next. What's the next Yeah,
1: what do you think of the next song? Uh, hold on. I just accidentally closed the page. Walking on the Moon.
0: Yeah, Walking on the Moon. Fucking terrible. <laughs> Piece of crap. And uh, was this the other track I got earlier? I don't know. It may have been. I mean, what a shitty song. And then, you know, all right. Okay, it's easy to goof on the video. Look, it's 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 aliens playing like air, you know, those balloon guitars. But honestly... I don't think the video is worse than the song. As stupid as that video is, I think the song's even worse. I hate this song. This song completely sucks and made me run and listen to the police. Oh Giant Fates are what you take. Walking on the moon. <laughs> I hope my legs don't break. See, that's a good
1: damn song. Whatever.
2: Uh, Brian, what do you think of Walking on the Moon? Yeah, this one was a bit boring, um, but I didn't think it was that bad. Um, I didn't think it was that bad at all. I, I definitely like the guitar solo uh, on this one a lot better than than 10,000 Volts. But yeah, this one that bad. Lee?
3: I like this one perhaps better than 10,000 Volts. It kind of reminds me melodically of Speeding Back to My Baby. I think it's a good song. Again, Maybe the chorus is a little bit poppy, but I like it better than the bridge of 10,000 volts All right, well, I don't know what drugs you guys are on Uh,
1: I I don't know what's better here the song or the video Because if you look at the video man, it's all kind of like computer animation and futuristic and you know, it's like uh, I haven't seen shit like this since the the digital effects in uh the 97 spawn movie <laughs> i i mean th- this shit's fucking killer and, and i'm gonna put it down to you guys name one fucking song on the 78 song that's better than walking on the moon okay. i'll wait ozone wrong everything ah. no. oh what's get the on, fuck what's out on your
0: mind and and what and, and fractured mirror I, I don't think
1: you listen. I think you listen to the police. I don't think you listen to this song. Brian, can you All name right. a song on the '78 album that's better than this? "Snowblind," of course. Oh, get the fuck out of here! Uh, I, Paul and Gene should be embarrassed by this album, indeed. And the solo on this—you want to talk about technical? I, I want to see Ingve do the shit that Steve Brown does. On this fucking solo, you know, I, I don't know what's wrong with you guys. I'll go to the next one. Uh, what's it? What's it called? Cosmic Heart. Cosmic Heart. Holy a, again, again. Cosmic. It's space. Oh He's wow. Space man. Is this shit falling on death ears? This shit doesn't write itself. It takes a fucking genius. Uh Again, space again. How cool. So heavy that, that Zeppelin, you, you know, very Zeppelin-esque on there. I mean, this could have been on CODA as a B-side. I, I mean, and the vocals on this song. I, I don't know. There, there's very – I would say Ace and Vince Neil are the only guys I know who get better with age, not not worse. I mean, cosmic heart i mean spaceman cosmic I, I i don't know i i don't know I, are you guys listening to the same album i'm
3: listening to um maybe not i'm, I'm thinking you, you sound like you're me drinking no
1: i'm ha- dude i'm this drunk because i'm so ha- I listened to sound fucking five times today and i'm over the fucking moon space right. the moon the moon
3: space uh do you not like this song lee um is there something is wrong with cool. you it's sort of like a larger than life type of kiss song only better Like ace <laughs> i like this maybe even better than the first two songs i don't have the issue with poppiness on this song i actually like the way it is
2: heavy man heavy yeah what do you think brian this is actually my favorite song on the album. Uh, I, yeah, the, duh. The, I love the beginning riff. Uh, the vocals are a bit strange, which is pretty the norm for this album. But um, no, I really enjoy the breakdown and the guitar solo on this one. So yeah, this is my favorite song on the album. Ralph, well, what do you think of Cosmic Heart? I don't
0: like it. I like the- what? that eh, soul is okay. Oh shut up, Ian. We know you're fucking talking lies. You know you hate this shit. Um, Yeah, whatever. I liked it more the first time. Then I heard it again. Eh, i think I'll pass.
1: All right. We'll take the next one. Holy shit. Cherry
0: Medicine. Oh, man. The second worst. Yes, there's actually a worse song than this coming up. But this is hands down the second worst. This sounds like a Miley Cyrus song. Like this. It, it sounds like stupid pop. If Miley Cyrus was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You're going to do this whole review like this, dude? <laughs>
2: the number is going to be amazing. Maybe
0: maybe we listen to different albums. I don't know. Yeah, we are, actually. You're listening to Paul Stanley's shitty 78 album. That's why you like it so much. No, I listen to 10,000 volts.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, what a terrible song, and to think this is a song they release a video for uh, r- to right before they release it, it's like this is gonna fucking get people to buy it. Not everybody out there is as dumb as Leaker.
4: Hey,
3: um, well that's I, true. I'm glad they're not as much.
0: What do you think, Lee, of Cherry Medicine?
3: This is like the song's un- unmasked, except. I like those songs, and this is a different story. I like it better when I'm watching the video, but really, it's
2: too poppy for me. It's not my bag. Brian? Yeah, yeah, the 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 vocals are totally fucked up on this one, but for some reason, I, every t- I've listened to this one a couple of times. I actually like this one. It's probably my second favorite on the album so far. Now, granted, I, I've only given this a quick pass, but... Uh, Yeah, and I barely saw the music video. I I actually kind of like this one, even though the vocals are kind of fucked up. Mm.
1: Vocals are fucked up.
2: Maybe your ears
1: are fucked up.
2: Well, that's definitely possible.
1: Okay. It could be true, yeah. All right, where has this song been all my life? I haven't heard anything this fucking catchy since the Proclaimers. You know, Um. I would walk (laughs) 10,000. I mean, this shit, it's an earworm. It's an earworm and the fucking lyrics to this song. They all rhyme. Everything he says rhymes. It's a fucking genius. It's genius. I wish I was sick so I could take some cherry medicine. This shit is fucking incredible. And I, I've, I've seen a lot of shit online. Like some people say this song sucks. And then, and then and thankfully I saw Matt Porter talk some sense. Say this is a great song, which it is. Shit's fucking amazing. Cherry medicine. Goddamn, who thinks of that shit? Who thinks of that shit? Usually medicine tastes bad, but he's like, no, it's good medicine. And you're wearing black leather. Oh, I fucking love this shit. Goddamn thing. Finally, the, you know, Ace has restored my faith. But I'll take the next one. Back in my arms again. Fuck Yes! A ballad oh my god not since peter chris's last so um have i heard such emotion this makes dream on sound like fucking glitter from Molly crew sorry ralph i know you like glitter but i i mean you can feel the emotion and steve brown's guitar solo it should have been 10 minutes longer i mean that that's okay okay i'm gonna be a little negative here this song should have been like fucking fourteen minutes, you know. Take that Steve Brown solo, keep it going, man. That, that truck
3: full steam ahead. I know Lee, Lee, you agree with me. What do you think of this beautiful fucking ballad? I wish Ace would have kept this unreleased. What? It's like a bad Burt Bacharach song. Dionne Warwick would need to sing it for me to. Like her voice. but You're the implying there is, so is a bad stink. Burt Bacharach song. <laughs> you already lost me. You're all that I want. Almost a good song by comparison. Yeah. Not hearing. Not listening.
1: All right. Shut up, little boy. All right. You shut up,
2: Grandpa. Okay. Brian, okay. please. Grandpa, tell, tell me you like this song. Well, this is an earworm like Star Trek II Wrath of Khan earworm, but no, this is trickster bad. This is uh, I Finally Found My Way bad. I know Ian's horrified, but uh, the good thing about this, it allowed me to quickly hurry up and check out the rest of the songs before we recorded. So, thank you.
1: Ralph, talk some sense into these people.
0: Uh, This is a song that I have been aware with forever because I got a bunch of these fairly demos from back in the day. And it sucks. Even the demo. Uh, like, audio video should have been re-recorded. There, he's got several good unreleased songs. This ain't one of them. And I gotta say, this song sounds even better in the demo form. And I don't even like the demo form. It, it, on this one, it's even worse than the original version. It sucks. What's the next song? Yeah,
1: take it. Uh, fighting for Your Life.
0: Yeah. Best damn song on the album. Best thing he's released since uh, Lost in Limbo from Trouble Walking. I don't think he's done a... I would go as far to say this is his best, second best solo song after the 78 solo album. This song, I, I think it's AI, man, because it's so good. I mean, his voice doesn't sound lazy. It sounds like energetic and... To me, it sounds like it's fairly AI. Somebody did some AI work because mm-hmm. there's a lot of words going on in the song, and it's just a ripping, amazing, fucking song. That in that in the middle of this cluster fucking an album, I'm like, holy shit, is this song good? So yeah, I'm very impressed and absolutely love "Fighting for Life." Great song, definitely best song on the album, and uh, second best. Greatest they trilli solo song after
3: you love kids, in my opinion. Nice. Nice. Lee, what do you think? Um, I like the instrumentation on this best of all the songs I've heard so far, but the melody sounds a little too much like Hide Your Heart for my taste. What? He should have had a song that sounded more like Ozone for this to work. It would be one of the best songs on Monster, but that's not saying much. I'm sorry. Um,
1: All right. <laughs> can, can I get a sober opinion from uh, Brian Davis?
2: <laughs> yeah, he's definitely back on track with, with this. This is an up-tempo song. so great after the ballad. But really, do we need a singing about Johnny turning 16? And the last thing I want is, you know, a geriatric singing about young boys. but. I mean, if you've been on the Facebook page, you know, in the last few weeks, I mean, I guess it all makes sense. But no, this song is actually pretty good, with the exception of the stupid lyrics.
0: All right, I I, I
1: don't know what you mean by that, but um, <laughs> you know, much like Mick Mars, I I feel like Ace is doing his best work now. Okay, and uh, I I don't know, maybe maybe I'm young at heart because the lyrics, you know, like. Johnny used to work on the dock. you know, it, it, it speaks to me, you know, and I feel like I'm on the tough streets of Connecticut, you know, <laughs> um, you know, where things aren't black and white, they're just white and it's it, tough.
0: It, do me a favor: <laughs> Turn off that bullshit detector that's going off at your place.
3: Done. Um,
1: uh, Amazing. Uh, And and you can really see on this song, uh, the influence of Steve Brown, because there's a maturity to this song uh, that you didn't hear on the first trickster album, you know, give it to me good. Great song went gold, but a little bit naivete, if you will. Uh, But if you heard their second album here, you know the one where the headphones are on the earth a lot more maturity going on and you get that in this song uh yeah yeah stellar stellar i, I agree with you ralph this is one of the best songs i mean shit since dowels you know a great great one i'll take the next track hey, before, i, I before, mean
0: before before you take the next one i got a question for lee judging right. by your face lee that fart you just laid smelled really bad, right?
3: No, I'm just puzzled by what Ian's been saying. That's because you're drunk, but Lee. but that's also because I also laid a fart, I guess.
0: Yeah, I can tell by your face that shit looks a bit rancid.
3: Well, all
0: right, all right, all yeah. right Ian, keep uh, continue with your honest review.
1: All right, I'm going to take the next song, uh, which is a fart that doesn't stink, because this shit don't stink, Blinded. Blinded. Oh, my God. Uh, what I love about this album is the originality on this. I mean, who else would write a song about being blinded by science? <laughs> We've never heard that before. Uh Holy shit, Lennon has found his McCartney. You know, you you get you you know you take some Ace and some Steve Brown and you shake it up. Uh, I mean, holy fuck! Uh, and, and, and listen to the lyric: "I stopped going to the doctor after this song." You know, fuck science. You know, they're all watching you. You know, I I, I mean, this is timely fucking shit i don't even take vitamins anymore after this shit, science science bad this song good blinded by science blinded by science nobody's ever
3: done that revolutionary what do you think lee oh they play well but this sounds like one of those pseudo-heavy rock pop songs from the children's TV show The Electric Company. It would work there. It's not a good song for this album. Yeah. I bet you're a
1: fucking simp that got the Fauci ouchie. Didn't you? Sucker. Didn't
3: I? Yes. Sucker. Yeah.
1: Oh, Oh, I bet you're afraid of polio.
3: Oh, I I like the pulley pull. I yeah. like that stuff.
1: Yeah, take that liberal shit to MSNBC, you fucking right. simp.
2: Brian. Yeah, I mean, this reminds me of uh, the the infamous uh, rock and metal combat podcast promo where Ian Ian was constantly yelling science. You know, this I, I'm really glad that Tommy, you know, Thomas Dolby, you got some love here because what. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I actually think uh, covered by Blinded by Science uh, probably would have been better here, but they could have credited uh, Booker T. Boffin, and Pyromania fans will, will appreciate that. But no, in all seriousness, this is okay. But uh, on Origins 3, I expect uh, a Falk and Seagulls cover from from Mace. But uh, this is right up there when when uh, Ian appeared as Vinnie Vincent on Decibel Gee. Uh, absolutely. Go ahead, Ralph. That was me? <laughs> was it? I don't know um
0: it's all right it, it, I've heard worse on this album it's nothing great but it's better than than uh cherry medicine and the, and I think it's the next song ridiculously bad mm-hmm. um yeah it's nothing special it's just like barely okay
1: all right, Ralph. Well, I, I hope your mood improves when you talk about the next masterpiece constantly.
0: Cute. Yeah. Yeah. The worst. This is this is embarrassing, man. Even for me. No, Ace did not embarrass Gene and Paul. He embarrassed me. You know? He, and and I will also say he embarrassed all the true, real Ace Fraley fans. Because real Ace Frehley fans would not like this. Only Ace Frehley sheep, like Ian, would like crap like this. You know? Disagree. Disagree. And uh, it sucks. It's it's up there with dolls. i put this in dolls as the worst Ace Frehley song. Uh, That's what okay, I you
1: Okay,
2: now you're just being mean. Brian, what do you think? I'm
1: yeah, constantly again,
2: cute. More, more lyrics about being a teenager. So I, I don't know what audience he's going for here. It's kind of like the McMarrison album, but uh, uh, yeah. 50 year old men who wear
1: makeup and <laughs> so, spend all their money on Funko
2: Pops. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Good point. Um, yeah, this sucks. Uh, this this should have been called uh, Cunt Stilly uh, Cute. So, yeah, I'm sorry, Ian.
1: Yeah, you are. <laughs> I, I, I wish Sick and Stanley would have fucking showed up. And this is what sucks, man. She wasn't Stanley. available in 30 minutes. <laughs> Sick, and, Sick and Stanley, the biggest Ace Fraley fan I fucking know. And he is so ashamed of this fucking record and ashamed of the fact that Ace Fraley sucked Peter Chris's cock like down to the fucking balls like like you know and if if you read the book there was a woman there and peter chris was there and ace fraley was like you know what i'd rather suck peter chris's cock you know and then he got with rachel gordon who has a penis you know and he's so ashamed by that and this album that he wouldn't come on our show and i i think that's fucking deplorable because the fact that ace fraley sucked peter chris's cock should not influence your opinion on this album. Yeah. Oh
4: shit,
1: I just lost my light. <laughs> my light's ashamed of the fact that Ace Fraley sucked Peter Chris's cock. I am not. And I'm not ashamed of this song. Constantly cute. I think it's fucking adorable.
3: What do you say, Lee? This song makes me laugh. I All right, thanks, Lee. But when I want to hear something that's totally ridiculous, this is like ah, Tori Feldman writing a song for New Kids on the Block. I like I finally found my way That's better funny. than this. Geez. <laughs>
0: I agree. I like I finally found my way by kiss more than this song. And the really? Aerosmith, of Armageddon song,
4: too.
0: <laughs> All right. I I I don't
1: know what's in the water. Lee, straighten this fucking shit out. Uh or wait a minute did i talk about this one no i i didn't i didn't again this this i, I mean what are we, we're on track eight not a clunker yet again this proves this album is no anomaly uh and again i asked lee lee name one song on the 78 album that can touch this
4: um
1: See Every, you can't you can't and with lyrics ah. that would make Roger Waters cry, you know. Bob Dylan would give up if he constantly cute. Can you can you name another song that speaks to the fucking human condition? This fucking light. I don't. Every know what's going single on here. fucking thing that Bob Dylan did. Yeah, nothing compared <laughs> to ace fraley Did Bob Dylan write Dow's? No, he wrote. Fucking times they are changing and simple twist of fate.
0: You're making you know, a bunch me other fuck fucking good my shit.
3: vodka.
0: Those are exactly. shitty ass, I'll tell You're you. You're making are,
3: me want to be sober.
0: Those are shitty ass Bob Dylan songs, I got to say. Fuck Bob. Exactly. Compared oh, to man.
3: this. Compared to
0: constantly cute. Corporated <laughs> people. God damn oh, fucking <laughs> light. It's just as bad as constantly. All right. Fuck Bob Dylan.
1: You know, Bob Dylan know, only makes goddamn football. performance. You know, Rosa Parks didn't move to the front seat of the bus because of Bob Dylan, because <laughs> of fucking constantly cute. That's why we all get along.
4: Bob Dylan's
1: win- a goddamn knee on fucking George Floyd's neck.
2: The winner
4: of and this episode, fucking is-
1: constantly cute, is the relief.
2: The winner of this episode is uh, Ian's Light.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the Light don't like this album. Fuck you, Light. You're just like everybody. You're a bunch of fucking sheep. You just want to hate on Kiss. You want to piss on Kiss.
0: That's Sick not, of it. That's not a Light. That's his bullshit Yeah, <laughs> Good point. Ugh. I can't handle the bullshit coming out of his mouth tonight.
1: All right, got All right, okay. Fuck that. I, I feel like nobody's in tune with me tonight except for Lee. Lee, yeah. can you take
3: the next song? Life, life, of a stranger. Yeah, life was. This is actually a good song, but it should have been a single. It doesn't really belong on the album. I remember seeing the Transporter movie long ago on video, and this song was on it. The only difference is when I watch old thriller and action movies. I don't get the urge to do cover versions of the songs on the closing credits. I do like the song, but I prefer the original. But even, <laughs> even that, yes, I don't go by too much. <laughs> it's good as a novelty, and he proves he can branch out a little bit by doing this. But now that he did it, I don't think he should repeat the formula. Let this be the one novelty in his career. And I'll feel better about that. All right, keep fucking choking. We
1: need this to go viral.
3: Yeah. Die. I finished. Yeah.
1: Okay. Brian, talk some sense. I, I have no idea what the fuck he even just said. But please yeah. tell me
2: what you think of this song. You're definitely going to win the death poll. because you did pick Lee. But no, this is another stinker with the uh, warbly vocals. And yeah, it's at this point. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, it's like uh, 9 to 5 when Mr. Hart's chair keeps falling back. <laughs> <laughs> 9 to 5, great movie. Not as good as this album, though. Uh, understood, understood. Yeah, it's at this point I'm longing for Monster and Cosmic Boom. But uh, again, thank you, Ian, for calling me. I could be at Target right now shopping and potentially hiding this album from eventual returns. But uh, thank you again.
1: All right. Uh, Ralph, what do you think of this one? Life of a Stranger.
0: I listen to the song, and I'm like, and I still haven't done it. I, I, I mean to do it. It sounds like somebody else can make the song good. I kind of like hear a good song executed badly, you know? So maybe there's an original version.
3: Uh, I can tell you offline about it. Shut the fuck up, Lee.
0: No, actually, actually, Lee, tell me now. Well, after you drink.
4: Um, yeah, die. I think,
0: I think the song is good. But on this album it sucks because it's executed so bad. But I hear a good song there. Just it's not on here. It's not yeah. as good as a Lee, call. no wonder
1: you're sick. You're chasing vodka with water. Do you know fish piss mad yeah.
3: shit? Yeah. The original was by Nadia. <laughs> you like I'll it? I'll give it to you, Ralph. Oh oh you're gonna compare this shit to 99 Loft Balloons?
1: No. Oh, I thought you said Nana. <laughs>
0: Don't play No no it. I ninyi, 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 ninyi. don't play it Lee
3: because of copyright bullshit. No, I'll give it to you private. I'm all just right. saying but no ninyi, 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 is my own song. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Lee. This is why we don't get that Joe
1: Rogan Spotify money. Yeah. Whatever. Because of this shit. All right. All right. All right. They, fuck, they, fuck, they... fuck all you guys, man. Two ballads in what is this Christmas uh what a loving tribute to Steve Brown how Steve Brown saved Ace's career you know from the shit he was putting out you know and he wrote this fucking loving tribute how Steve Brown saved his life I I mean this this shit makes fucking a day in the life sound like George Harrison wrote it (laughs) this is goddamn what I love about this song you can kind of sum up the whole album because i think this whole album has what i like to call the matt sorum effect you know when matt sorum's playing you listen to it and you're like it has no identity it's like anybody could be playing this and i like that that this album has that like every man aspect like there's nothing that sticks out like anybody could play this shit. so i think it makes it more like you know you can get into it, you know. There's nothing elitist about this. I, I mean, a five-year-old could play these fucking songs, and and I think that just makes gives it a wider appeal. Like Matt Sorm's drumming, you know. The only thing that sticks out about Matt Sorm was his Jew curls during fucking Use Your Illusions, you know. But the you know the fucking you know the music, it, it's it's common. Every man, anybody can do it, and God. Damn it! I love this fucking song.
0: Hey um, Lee, hey, hey Lee, Ian. Don't talk about Jews. We got Lee the anti-Semite. Here.
3: Oh, oh, I'm not anti. I'm not anti-termite.
1: <laughs> did you hear that, Brian Davis? I know uh, you're I Jewish because you got more money than all of us.
2: <laughs> That's right. I invested in bugs on cheese, and you see where that where that got me. Yeah. yeah, I actually had some cheese with bugs in it. There you go.
3: Was All right, not calm down, Kid Rock. Song. I know you're not drinking Bug Light.
1: <laughs> drinking Bug Light. All right, I, I, I'll take the next song, Up in the Sky. Up in the Sky. Space. Am I the only one who noticed this? Space, up in the sky. He's a spaceman. Right there. The spaceman. I love this shit. Up in the Sky. Uh, (laughs) I feel like clever is not like a clever enough word for the lyrical content, the title of the song, you know. Up in the Sky. Um, I I don't know. Uh, The the thing that gets me is this song is four minutes and 27 seconds long, and that's four minutes too long because I don't deserve this shit. You people don't deserve this shit. Nobody deserves this fucking song. Nobody. It's that fucking good. It, it, it's that fucking good. You know, are, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> you know, it's like, thank you. Thank you for this song. Um, it's just incredible. What do you think, Lee Gertzman?
3: Um, the words are stupid. And the music slightly less stupid, but still stupid. If someone said this was on an autograph album, there would be some people who believed it. Sorry. Next.
1: All right, go fuck yourself, Brian. What do you think of this amazing song?
2: Up in the sky. I'm just glad you referenced Judy Bloom. I mean, really, really way, way to open up the audience, so that's good. Yeah, I went to book fairs when I was a kid. <laughs> book it, you know. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I choose my own adventure and I choose Ace. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I do dig the guitar solo in this one. This actually is probably my favorite guitar, guitar solo in the album. Um, but his vocals. I know, are really weird on this one. Uh, If you've been following the Facebook page, Tim Bream has been saying that I guess the vocals have been triple tracked or something, and it's not out of tune, but whatever it is, he's at a lower speed, so Uh, I don't know. I like your
1: background, Ian. (laughs) (laughs) No, this has not been triple fucking tracked, okay? This is like Freddie Mercury type shit. He can just do this shit, you know? I know it's hard to believe that anybody would sing this shit once, let alone three times. But
0: no, this is one take. It's hard to believe anything you're saying tonight, Ian.
1: Whatever. Whatever. Ralph, what do you think of it? Up in the sky
0: sucks. What's the next song? Ah, shit!
1: <laughs> all right, then we go. Finally, something we can all agree upon. If we don't, I, I fucking I give up. Uh, the instrumental. Uh, You know, normally fucking every instrumental is called like Cracked Mirror or Cracked Mirror 20. You know, the only reason this isn't Cracked Mirror 27 is because there's something about this that separates it from every other one. I'm even talking about spitting the acorn off a second sighting. I mean, this is this is stratosphere. And again,
3: stratosphere, space, spaceman. Am I the only one who sees this
1: stratosphere? Oh, my God. Uh, Let me turn my notes here. Uh, This makes eruption sound like premature ejaculation. Uh, So complex. This song makes rush sound like the fucking Ramones. Not anybody could play this takes a lot of talent and takes that guy Steve Brown it's no trick it's trickster and 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 this is the greatest trickster album I ever fucking heard I'll tell you that much you know and the the fact that Ace believed in trickster so much he didn't even play guitar on this record speaks volumes to how he just stands by his writing partner and just says you know you do it and not because he's lazy but just because he knows that Lee Gertzman will buy it anyway, you know, and we'll stand in line for three hours, you know, and that takes a lot of faith to just say, fuck it. I'm going to do a solo album, but I'm not even going to play guitar. I'm going to let another guy write it, you know, and I'll half-ass sing it and I'll let it be auto-tuned and I'll sign my name to it, but it's really a trickster album. That's a and leap of faith. A of a That's man. a leap of faith that I'll dive into. Love it. Best song on the fucking album. Stratosphere. Space.
3: Oh. What are you saying, Lee? I was just saying, um, shell of a man for doing it. And then very, very blubber. If you want my opinion, I think. I don't think I fully liked any of his instrumentals except for Starship, which was pretty decent. This isn't Starship, bad. Starship, what the fuck like, was that on? That's, I don't, Whatever, on. but it's like hey. a song by Tangerine Dream by someone who's never heard Tangerine Dream's music but heard about it. I usually like electronic and ambient types of stuff, but it has to be good, and Beaver and Krauss, this isn't. Even Beaver and Krause used Mike Bloomfield on one of the tracks. Ace is playing on here is like a watered-down Steve Vai, and so is the song. It doesn't disgust me, but I think it's kind of a throwaway, and the samples from Shock Me seem cheap. He could do better, but then again, maybe he can't. All right. You know what, Lee?
1: This is why everybody else in the homeless shelter goes to another fucking corner to beg right for on. money. on! You know this negativity Don't take my vodka you, you know you know what, what what's your thing I'll, I'll bitch for food you know yeah. I'll whine for fucking vodka yeah Jesus Christ be grateful God I bless every one of us
3: vodka. you tiny
1: Tim motherfucker yeah Brian tell yeah. me you appreciate the musical genius of the stratosphere
2: hmm. It, it might be the worst instrumental he's ever done on an album, but uh, I will I say up. I give up. <laughs> oh, there goes the light. Uh, I will say I do enjoy the solo halfway through. That this might be a grower uh, if I decide to listen to this album again, but uh, no, this is, this is bad. But I either. know I've never
1: heard Steve Brown tap before. You know that's that, Well, when he fills in with Death Leopard, you know he sticks out like a sore thumb because he's the guy with a shirt on. And I don't know if that's because he has bitch tits, you know. Uh, you know, and Phil Collins is very in shape. Uh, but Steve Brown on here hits all the fucking notes. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm listening to a different fucking record. Ralph, uh, what do you think of Stratosphere? You know, in, in the cornucopia of Ace Fraley instrumentals, what do you think of Stratosphere?
0: Well, I totally disagree with you on this. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's awesome. I love it. Uh, yes I, No, I'm disagreeing with you, Ian um, It's the second best song on here This and Fighting for Life I think are the two standout tracks on the album I love it Now, what you were saying earlier Oh, this is Steve Brown doing all those, I actually think he is doing some of them Because some of it sounds like Ace But Ace Perfect Which kind of sounds like Tom F- Tommy Thayer it doesn't It's it's, it's, it's the ace sound, but done too perfectly. Then there's parts where it's, you know, a little sloppy, you can tell it's ace. But yeah, I question some of the guitar work on this song. I don't think it's completely ace.
1: Yeah, see, I, I think that, I don't know. I, I was hoping you, you liked it like I do, because I think it's kind of a, a backhanded compliment where you say it's ace. Uh, this is total Steve Brown uh but i i mean i haven't heard steve brown sound this good since they kicked out the original drummer you know of trickster uh, but you know matt Sorn did a fine job on this and uh i i, I just want to say i want all kiss fans to go out and buy this buy this because you know this is better than kanye dare i say better than the mcmars album which is very good very contemporary but i i I mean i think this is something that just speaks to the human condition you know it's ten thousand volts it'll bring you back to life um are, are you in Not or is that fucking uh, Quiet Riot here? I just, what are we doing?
0: I just opened the King Diamond album, and this was in it.
1: <laughs> oh. oh, okay. I thought you were going to pull a fucking Tim Breen, a sick and Stanley. Like, oh, I'm too embarrassed to talk about this album, because I think it sucks so fucking much cock, like Peter Chris's cock. And I fucked Rachel Gordon, who's a man. I'm glad you're not doing that.
0: Nope, I would never do that. Uh, okay, good.
1: Because there's nothing wrong with ace friendly being a homosexual.
0: Let's me just doing, stop
1: that shit. Me doing Let's think, just stop it.
0: Me doing, think, doing Thinking Stanley would be like you doing Mark Allen Taylor.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Thinking Stanley, it writes itself. Um. Lee, fuck you. Uh, Ew. Brian uh, anyway this is I, I think you know god damn this fucking light it's the new monitor it doesn't fit right um
2: this needs to be an ongoing thing for this, this podcast. you know
1: I I know I know it's February still uh, but you know unlike black history month I hope this shit never ends you know uh I think we have the album of the year already And that that makes
0: me sad
1: that this is the album of the year because we still got, like, what, 10 months to go.
0: I bet bet Uh, anything at the end of the year, nobody's going to have this in their top ten, except for Kiss twice.
1: Yeah, you would be wrong because there is plenty of people. If Kiss doesn't release a record this year, you know, and I was hoping that, you know, we were finally going to get, like, a live show from Soul Station. uh, (laughs) But it looks like this could be it. Uh, you know, for KISS-related stuff. But I I really, you know, it's like, God damn, you know, what do I do? Go hibernate for another 10 months? Because what's going to top this?
3: What's going to... Unless Trickster puts out a new album. I don't see that happening.
0: Well, fuck. I'd Um,
3: probably rather listen to Art Garfunkel's Angel Claire.
1: Well, you know what? Your dad probably wishes you'd change your last name. But, you know... Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Change your name to Lee Silverstein, so your dad can go back to the country club and not hold his head down. <laughs> do yeah, you, I have hairs um, in my nose? Yeah. You, you, your father has not been able to go back to Bushwood in fucking you know forty years. Hmm. 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 Danny, world needs ditch diggers too god damn it all right well fuck it um let's go to Thanks pick of the week yeah now yeah yeah well uh even like, though you've been ridiculous i've been ridiculous too yeah well the only reason you're here is that tim breen thinks this album sucks so bad and he's so ashamed of the fact that ace fraley sucked peter chris's cock in his mouth to completion that he wouldn't show up on the show. So that's the only reason you're here. But, Lee, do you do you have a pick of the week? And please don't bring up anything that has to do with Ace friendly sucking another man's cock. No. Because
3: that's been done. Let's say um, Texas Pantang Wildcats.
0: Yeah. Great album, Lee. Good pick.
1: Yeah. He only picked that because he picked Alan Parsons' project, Games People Play, last time uh brian <laughs> yeah. davis do you have a pick of the week
2: yeah i'm gonna go by the the shirt i'm wearing which is a great kind of soul um soul rock band uh that's been out the last few years called black pumas check out their debut they just released a new album called chronicles uh wait, let's see it's chronicles of a black diamond or chronicles of a diamond uh great stuff if you're into like wilson Pickin, Notice redding like you know stack stuff or even motown but it's got like kind of a rock flavor too. Terrific. Really, really good stuff.
0: Nice. Ralph you got a pick of the week? No, I'm thinking. All
1: right. Um, uh, my pick of the week, uh, there's a shit ton, but I'm going to stick with one, uh, Blue Oyster Colt on your feet or on your knees. Yeah, uh, man, I cannot stop listening to BOC after I saw him, even though the show was a little, uh, eh. um, what a great representation of the black and white years you know it's all songs from the first three albums with a couple of covers but i have not heard a bad boc live album you know some enchanted evening it's great if you want like the post don't fear the reaper uh extraterrestrial live is great if you want the post you know um
4: Burn- a big hit
1: up yeah yeah post burning for you But then they released, like, a shit ton of others. Like, I just listened to one today uh, from, like, 2014. And, man, they got a live version of Black Blade that fucking kicks ass. And, I mean, they're just a great live band in every different incarnation they've had. uh, Even though I miss the Bouchard brothers. I mean, with fucking Richie Castellano on there. I mean, great shit. Uh, BOC, man. Check out BOC. Particularly... If you're a fan of the first three albums, which is considered the black and white period, On Your Feet and On Your Knees, great live album, my pick of the week. Ralph, did you think of something yet? Yeah, yeah,
0: but before I say my (laughs) pick, I also want to bring up something I, I, I heard recently that's really good that I would even put some of these songs above the originals is that Blue Is The Cult album called Cult Classics. Are you aware of this? You know I
1: have it and I've never listened to it because I knew it was like them re-recording yeah. and I'm very against that. Is but it worth checking
0: out? I think some of those songs are better than the original. Wow. Yeah, they're it's really well done.
1: And but- and they just did a uh, a remaster of that uh, a couple of years ago. I think Frontiers did like a uh which is a label they're on now. Um did like a, a remat like touched it up, and I've got that, and I've still never listened to it. So you're you're making me yeah. want to go check it out.
0: Yeah, dude, I suggest you go check it out.
1: Wow. Okay, that's an awesome pick of the week.
0: No, that's not my pick of the week.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. I can't tell with that mask on.
0: My, my pick of the week is something I already picked already, but I'm going to pick it again because I really do love Dick Twalkins' band Wild Ride. Yes. Man, yes. that song, Gasoline Alley, just rules to all hell. That's my pick of the week. That album, Gasoline Alley, is fucking awesome, and I am very much looking forward to their new stuff that I believe they're done with. Um, wild Ride, W-Y-L-D-R-Y-D-E, I believe. That's yeah, it's, it,
1: it's pronounced Wild Stallions. <laughs> yeah, but it's spelled wild ride and they are on CMC records.
0: Yeah, they're awesome, man. Easy Music yeah. cemetery. Definitely my pick of the week.
1: Nice. All right, well now it's time to go to fan of the week. And and fan of the week is no one. Cuz your motherfucker's goddamn caused so much fucking drama. <laughs> God damn it. I'm sick of this shit. getting fucking Text at work about the goddamn Facebook page and nobody's
0: nobody fucking. Well, yeah, there's one guy. Well,
1: they know you ain't gonna fucking answer, and I I ain't far behind, dude. I've got like fucking <laughs> fucking seventy something unanswered messages, and I get fucking social anxiety, you know, like like fucking Lee does when he has to take a piss test to get food stamps, you know. I'm like, hey, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> you, you know, it's just like ah, oh, there's so much to do so much to fucking do you know it's so little time but i i, I love you all I, I i love all you motherfuckers that listen to this show and the people who stuck by and again don't let any one person ruin this shit man you know look at and, and i i did i got so fucking fucking light um you i got like so, me. i got so happy when i posted that picture of me me and Ralph from, or I should, I'm sorry, Ralph and I at, <laughs> at the first Rock and Pod, man, because that's what it's all about, that fucking energy that we had when we took that stage and pissed everybody off. And
0: we yeah. still yeah. got that energy. Oh,
1: I know. I know. And, and so, like, yeah. you know, when I see Johnny Vogan say the glory days, I don't think the glory days are behind us. I think episodes like this, like in spite of Lee, show <laughs> glory that. Glory <laughs> days. We yeah. did da, da, da yeah you know that we are still just as vital as we were when we started out and this summer is going to be our fucking 10th anniversary you know and we're lasting longer than the fucking Beatles for Christ's sake yeah you know you know yeah, yeah Lee Gertzman might be our Yoko Ono but we're we gonna keep going <laughs> you know and uh and, and I was just so happy to do this show and and talk about an album that's going to change people's lives you know <laughs> And, and the way they listen to music, you know, because probably some people are gonna listen to music on mute after this shit. Uh yeah. you know. I'm glad it, I you was know on it, babe, buddy. Well, that makes one of us. Uh, you know, <laughs> this this is what it's all about, but to do this shit, you know, you know, with a homeless man and with Brian Davis. Ah. You know, <laughs> uh, I love this shit, you know, and 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 Ralph and I going stronger than ever, and you know sometimes life gets in the way, and and episodes are spread out, but you know we're doing back to backs. This shit's going to be up the next day. Uh, there's plenty of fucking gas left in this tank, and if it starts to run out, I'm going to call Steve Brown, you know, <laughs> I'll be mean, like, hey, hey, write an episode for me, you know, I like those two ballads
3: you did, you know. I'm glad that we did this because if Ace listens to this, I want him to see me more.
0: Hell yeah. We have spoken.
1: All right. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, next week, we we got some options here. I, I mean, I, I know we still got a couple of fan episodes left um, that I got to, you know, plan out. But there's been a couple of new major releases Including the Mick Mars solo album and Bruce Dickinson's new solo album uh, So I don't know if we'll do a fan episode next week or if we'll you know review one of those albums But uh, yeah, I plan on recording next Sunday. We're gonna keep this fucking shit going and uh, You know, hopefully next
0: week Lee's not available <laughs> yeah. um, and, 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 uh, and may I, I? I'm gonna plug my channel Yesterday I did a review of the new Vic Mars album, and tomorrow I'm going to air my review of the Bruce Dickinson album, and then Thursday I'm going to put up my review of the new Saxon album that came out last month. Mm-hmm. Coming up on Almost Human this week. Thank you.
1: Yeah. So so check that out, and don't check out this show because like seventy nine thousand more people watch the Almost Human than this shit. Uh, but I like that, you know, it's it's like Spinal Tap. Our audience is more
0: selective. See, um, see, over at Almost Human, there were glory days. But on Rock and Metal, these are glory days.
1: Yes. These are glory days, and, and be nice to each other on the Facebook or block each other. Yeah. Don't be a bitch, you know. Exactly. And, and, yeah. And, and go on YouTube and just block Lee Gertzman videos. You know? <laughs> I don't fucking no, leave no, YouTube. No, no, Don't do that. No, but what I'm saying, don't leave YouTube just because of fucking Lee Gertzman videos. Hey, you no, know?
3: stay. Listen, I'm gonna fucking have to bug you now. Oh, what do you mean now, motherfucker? Okay,
1: whatever. Blue, yeah. blue, blue. Go, go put some Grecian formula on your fucking
3: pubes, Gray Bush, <laughs> motherfucker. Thank you. I will. I now I'll I'll, I'll I'll tell my beautician you you gave me good advice <laughs>
1: like you go to a beautician look at you you <laughs> fucking out of place motherfucker ooh, all right ooh, ooh. all right if you if you don't like this shit come back next week when Lee Gertzman will be in jail <laughs> <laughs> it's the rock and metal combat podcast
0: magamagam